Hello and welcome to the Jim Burns and Dave podcast. Oh, Hope you've had so, a lovely week. I'm so, so cheerful about it. Oh, Excuse me. Straight away with a downer, Jim Burns. Positivity forever, mate. You've been playing fucking Wolfenstein Young Blood. Yeah, Is it's that good. not hurt you up? It's good. Yeah, it's cracking. I um, see. I'm playing it in single player because I'm a sad old nomad, and uh, it, but it is designed for co-op. It's, it's designed for both, really. But um, if, you, if you're playing single player, mm-hmm. there's two characters in it. Um, if you're playing single player, one the AI takes over the other character, right? But, you know, it works well enough. I like it. I think the um, uh, so it moves the the Wolfenstein setting along another few decades. So uh, the last game was set in the sixties, and you were kind of you were liberating um, Nazi occupied America, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, Burns, because you've completed it. Yeah, um, and uh, one of my favourite endings. Yeah, of the, any game. I mean, the, the Machine Games Wolfenstein series has been fantastic. Need to point out, like mm. me, me and Burns are both fans of it. And I think uh, this moves on another 20 years to 1980. So you you get to see uh, Neo-Paris. So they've extrapolated what if the Nazi occupation of France lasted all the way to... 1980 mm-hmm. so you've got like you know you've got video shops you've got record stores you've got like you know like there's karaoke booths on the on the zeppelins and shit like that <laughs> you know um it's it's mad it's a big mashup of like stuff that happened in the real world and mm. an imagined uh alternate 1980 where where the nazis won and um the world building in those games is incredible mm. Um, and that's like, like chiefly the thing I enjoy about it, but you know it's got all the all the stuff you loved about the like the the, the gunplay. It's got the uh, oh, it's got guns uh, in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave, <laughs> I played relief. the um, new order in Old Blood. Yeah, and also 3D with you two, which is the best game I've ever played. Yeah, mm-hmm. the new Colossus. Um, is, I didn't play the new good. Colossus. For me, just before we go into this, all of those machine games titles are best played on easy because. Yeah, but for me, I'm not interested in the challenge of the shooting. Side eye here. What, what do you I'm mean? interested in just flying through the game and seeing that world building. Mm. But in that world building, mm. so uh, one of the one of the things that I really liked about you're going to get absolutely pasted on Twitter. I don't that, care. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. I don't have to. I don't have to prove my gaming chops. I won the Kung Fu fucking championship. Yeah, in a fucking yacht club in Montpellier. Yeah, against the guys who made it. You said a lot of twatty stuff, and that so, might be another one twatty so, sentence. So, Preemptively, get fucked and get your medals on the table. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so one thing I liked about uh, Fatherland, mm-hmm. the novel, was that by, and I think that's set in 1964, so around about the New Colossus era, mm-hmm. uh, by the time that, that that rolls around, the Fuhrer is, is old and possibly dead. Mm-hmm. And also he... Also, the society is so insular, and I think he describes it, Harris describes it as crabbed, yeah. that it's starting to fold in on itself. Anyway. It's a great book. Yeah. So I was wondering how they got to 1980, Jim, with how yeah. do they how do they justify it in a way? Because the internal mechanisms of yeah, well, fascism could, generally, they run yeah, out of road, yeah. you know, like when the populace decides that. Mm. And the, the, I'm not saying that it's inspired by the novel or taken from it, but they go into a lot of detail in that novel about how normal people can't be fucked with it mm-hmm. anymore. 
like because they know like suddenly the propaganda because in that book no one knows about the Holocaust. And the central things is they're trying to un- uncover it. Mm-hmm. An, SS, an SS officer discovers it basically, but they don't know anything about it. So that's, and society starting to crumble. So how do they, how are they in 1980 in this, this story mm. without having got, because Hitler would have been dead for years by this point. Yeah. So um, BJ Blasco. I know the, in the second one, I didn't want to go yeah. into spoiler yeah. touch or anything. Well, it, it, it's mentioned a lot in the in this game. Okay. Because like, right. you're playing the, the, the twin daughters of BJ Blaskovitz who are born in, in the second game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, they're, they must be like, you know, 20 or whatever. Uh, in their late teens, at least. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in there about people keep sort of referring to the fact that like, well, you know, you're, you're, you're the, you're the children of the guy who killed Adolf Hitler. You're mm. obviously like born to kill Nazis. Um, <laughs> um, so like, I love that continuity. And I think there is, so, so the, there's, there's a, the, the Wolfenstein, uni- or at least the machine games, Wolfenstein universe also has this, like this ultra acceleration of the evolution of technology in it as well. Yes, it does actually. So so there's it? like there's there's like there's the supernatural kind of energy sources yeah, involved. I and, all, yeah, so, so I think that I think that's what sort of papers over that, that there. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm not having a go at them. I just find it. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Oh no, it, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I think because you know, for the most part, you would just sort of like you're just not meant to think about it. But mm. it is. I think it is kind of addressed in that that mm. like you've uh, as well as like being a, an ultra fascist society. It's all. It's basically propped up by incredible technology yeah. that facilitates the oppressiveness yeah um, that's how the that's so the, the start of the new order basically mm-hmm. it starts that doesn't it you're a death's head's lair mm-hmm. and it's explicitly said if we don't win the war today and kill him then the technology that'll be it and mm-hmm. when they land on the or you crash don't you when you get on the beachhead and they've got mm-hmm. a gigantic fucking you've got the dogs and the kind of walkers with the lasers and the freaking laser beams and that. And like, yeah, ah, we're a bit doomed here. <laughs> yeah. You've exactly. got a Thompson machine gun. Like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's, um, and it's, it's a real, like, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite kind of bits of kind of alt universe fiction as well, because of that world building, because mm. it's so, it's so like, you're there, you know, you can go mm. up and look at all the little objects and like bits of it kind of feel like an Elder Scrolls game and that like you, you, you can really there we like, go. no, 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 no. Oh. Just, you, know, on that, you know, on that thing, you know, you can, you can just go up and pick up objects and you, you're all, you've almost got that level of interactivity with the environments and stuff. Mm. Not quite, but yeah. you know, it's like that, that level of, of, of objective world building yeah. is there. So how do they handle the grind? Because so, one of the, um, one of the complaints I've been hearing about mm. Wolfie Youngblood is that they, that there is big grind associated, a lot of backtracking, some hub world stuff. Mm. The hub world stuff's never the strongest in these Wolfenstein mm. games, I don't think at least. So, I mean, how are you well, finding Well, in the it? second one, you're on that um, uh, submarine a lot. Yeah. So instead of a submarine, it's the catacombs of Paris. Okay. So oh, all, the, all the walls are, ro- have are you been lined there? with In the real, real world? Uh, only in Assassin's Creed. It's fucking it's amazing. That's what Jim clarifies is the... <laughs> if you go to Paris, go so, check it out. It's yeah. fucking nuts. It just when goes it? on and on Who and on Who did you go there with, Dave? I want to know. Uh, my ex-lady friend. Oh, mm. uh, that wasn't a lead-in to some sort of embarrassment. I thought <laughs> yeah. it would be one of those weird filming things that you. Oh no no do. no! Yeah, it's oh, just yeah, a holiday, and I was like, "Let's go look at all these fucking mad skulls." I went and there with Leo it. DiCaprio. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, yeah, um, well, you know, so the, the catacombs are, are the submarine now. 
And yeah, well, I mean, I'm about four hours into it. So like I've, I've kind of at the part where I haven't long got to the hub world. Right. So right. I've just kind of done the opening and a few other bits at this stage, but I haven't found it that backtracky, but I can see that coming because it's already told me how to get around the city yeah, and stuff okay. like that. And um, there's collectibles and stuff that you have to go yeah. back for. But I think it's structured a lot like the second game where there's a lot of backtracking if you want to do it. Yeah. Because there's a lot, there were like, there was the odd kind of, uh, you know, there were side missions and then like side tasks for going to a certain place and taking out command, Uber commanders yeah. and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But I don't, I think it's quite optional, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it well, does have a leveling system. Yeah, you had the, um, mm. in the second one, you had the mercenary sub yeah, game yeah, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. or uh, sub quest, sorry, where you yeah. can, you can, they put hits on various high ranking targets and you can just pop off and. And then certain things happen in the rest of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, I really, so I didn't, with the new order, I really bounced off it to begin with because I found its tone to be quite jarring in mm-hmm. some instances. And I think it was the instances where I was playing it. I wasn't playing it for review. I was playing it in the office. And I also mm-hmm. saw it a preview and it was the, um, the section where you go to London. I think it's London. And you're in the car with the bald lad and he, car bombs the front of uh, the gigantic structure and then you have to sneak in. And it just, in chunks, it doesn't work. But as a collective, it really, really does work. And I think most of that is carried by just how good the Blaskovitz performance is. We talked about it before. Mm. But it could be like a super roid rage, kill them all, I'm the man but it's, it's pensive and it's quiet and it's completely odd with his physical mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, you're going to carry that weight. And all those lines, he's whispering to you as well as himself. And it's not an outward projection of strength. It's more like an inward project, mm-hmm. projection of doubt, mm-hmm. which in a game where I've got two fucking guns yeah. and I'm invincible is really nice to see. They played that so well. So how do the characters in this one stand up? Well, there. That was like a real games journal question. That was a wasn't proper it? question. That yeah. was a real games journal question where you ran on for a good five solid minutes, and then yeah. it's just one sentence at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to transcribe this. The Eurogamer special. <laughs> what was it? Excuse me. Um, so yeah, um, well, the characters are very different because it's a, you're, it's a teenage girl. You're, or it's two teenage girls you're yeah. playing as, and they've grown up in liberated America, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, fighting fighting the fascists is like uh, it's it's loomed over their lives like a spectre but it's yeah. not something they've had to do yet whereas Blaskovitz is someone who's had to do it for his basically his entire life yeah and by the time by the second game he's tired I think that's what yeah. comes through in the performance he says he can't it's like, it's like Rip, yeah. a polygatory Alien 3 reference it's like Ripley in Alien 3 where <laughs> he says that he can't remember a time mm. even though he grew up before mm. they were at war he can't remember a time when this wasn't happening and mm. he's knackered. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, it'd be pretty all-consuming, wouldn't it? Yeah, mm. total war. Yeah. <laughs> Everything well, but, but, all the time. You know, his, um, didn't they, don't they have the flashbacks in the second game with his, like, his father was a very oppressive character. Yeah. So in like... Oh, so, revenge. So he's always been like fighting uh, a, a tyrant, some, sort of, war, some yeah. sort of tyrant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but, you know, but his daughters haven't lived that life. They've been trained for it and they're very good at 
at killing people, but they're um, they're 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 almost excited about um, you know getting to kill their first Nazi and stuff. Yeah, that was in the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, um, and the, the, there's a really funny cutscene at the start where they like they kill their first Nazi and they're like. They're 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 whooping because like you know it's a massive rush from doing it mm. and they've been trained all their lives to do it. But while they're whooping, they start vomiting <laughs> because yeah. it's it like because it's horrible. Like yeah. you know, turns out killing people is fucking horrible. Yeah. So uh, I quite like I quite like that aspect. I like the the, the two of them have banter as well, mm. and it, it feels like. They're they're a lot more it's a they're a lot more joyous than Blaskovitz was. Um, and I think, I suspect over the course of the game, that's going to be slowly kind of knocked out mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. You know? It's like the old recruiting posters, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, go exactly. to war and it'll be cracking and exactly. you'll have a few stories and I think hopefully that, all your limbs. Well, I mean, the, one, the best of that think, is Apocalypse Now. With the, yeah. They cut it from the theatrical release, but when they basically all the Playboy bunnies turn up and it's like, yeah, USA, yeah. woo! Yeah. And then you see them later on mm-hmm. just covered in mud and blood. and Yeah, and having to fuck GIs to, yeah. for fuel, basically, or whatever that... Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, I, I really like, again, like I say, sometimes in isolation, uh, yeah. some of the Wolfenstein stuff doesn't work. Yeah. And there is that distance between characters vomiting in cutscenes and then you enjoying it. But it feels like they've married those quite well. So yeah. how much is it? Um, it's not a full price title. It's thirty four. I think uh, there's a thirty four ninety nine deluxe edition and a twenty four ninety nine. Oh, that's edition. good. If, if you are in the know, send send me a copy of it, yeah. and I'll I'll give you twenty quid. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's negotiation. That's, right? that's all right. Yeah. There you go. Before we go on, the game that I played most this weekend is the uh, little dinosaur game when the internet's down on Google on Chrome. Oh, I've played that. Yeah. So you hit space and then. Dinosaur starts running. You have to jump over stuff. There's something really satisfying about that. On the little, like the Frogger games and stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the future of games, really. What have you been playing, Dave? I've been playing Detroit Become Human, which is free on the old um, PlayStation. Is it still free? Will it still be free? uh, We'll probably have just ended by the time this goes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Dave. So yeah. So hopefully you downloaded (laughs) it because it's definitely worth your time. I've got it downloaded. I've claimed my free copy of. uh, Yeah, I I know David Cage gets a lot of shit. He gets a lot of Um, shit. I really enjoyed it. I'd have to give it. In the real world, I give it an eight. Yeah. But video game journalism is all fucking nonsense, isn't it? Where a seven is like a low score. Yeah, seven's bad. Where man. Seven seven's is, also the seven same score. Seven in the real world is like, yeah, yeah. yeah you should check this film score. out. Um, so in video games, I'd have to give it a nine. Oh, there you go. Right. Because it's fucking interesting. It's got its faults. Call Julian. For sure. And then right. Call yeah. I'm sorry. So I know I'm going to get sorry. a lot of shit for that. Yeah, but I was okay. going to say, this is clearly bollocks giving a nine to a David Cage game but carry on well, this is going to have to go for review I think is, uh, yeah I, well I, I, I played it in like two days it was fucking straight through but Dave you're a real person yeah so Dave's a yeah. real boy I don't who know had a real either, job yeah. which didn't involve video games before this but so, I, I love that type of storytelling and gameplay I loved the Walking Dead games mm-hmm. as well kind of choose your own adventure style of that I think the video games is a natural home for that more than novels yeah, maybe. Or film. Yes. The Bambersnatch yeah. thing. I haven't seen that one, but it feels like video Oh, just going to mouth off by it, though. Well, no, I haven't seen it. But um, yeah, I love the themes of it. I thought they were really interesting. The characters are well done. The 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 way that your actions have 
far-reaching consequences. You can definitely go back and play an entirely different yeah. version of the game. Um, just AI is quite an interesting... I know, I know, like, AI gone wrong is hardly br- breaking new territory. We're living in it. But it, so. it is something that's definitely going to be at the political forefront of our lives within the next 10 years. Well, it already is, isn't it? That's yeah, but not, I mean, they're talking about, like, mass but. redundancy when computers I don't know you, you go to your Sainsbury's and they're all fucking scan your own things but like when it takes over a significant amount of jobs which it is going to do and then how obviously the, the interesting thing for this is society pivots that androids break free and do you start a peaceful rebellion or do you mm. go for full violence yeah and, um, we've already got that though because mm. Novak Djokovic is a bit like a robot who's escaped from some tennis testing lab <laughs> to bore everyone to death yeah. with just the most pinpoint but extremely extremely streamlined and burnt. that guy's yeah, never it's, it's like it's like data playing the violin isn't it? Uh, yeah it's, it's just there's, yeah. No, yeah there's nothing there exactly yeah I didn't um, so have you played any of it uh, well I this, I we <clears> play, played all of David Cage's other games, which are just this without robots. I received mm-hmm. money for playing Beyond, and uh, even though I haven't played Beyond, I quite enjoyed. Um, you should probably strap that Beyond one Our Souls. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, Heavy Heavy Rain was quite fun. In places, Heavy Rain was really, really good. Really, really good. Heavy and, Rain is definitely his best game. I'm not played Detroit, so maybe I'm. Maybe I enjoyed I, I enjoyed this but, more um, more yeah. than Heavy Rain. All right. I mean, sometimes it, right. it like gets a bit muddled about what it wants to talk about because it kind of talks about slavery yeah, and segregation and no, you know holocaust stuff and it nudges all of those mm, okay things. not sure I trust then, David Cage to necessarily handle yeah I, I mean sometimes that the, the, the dialogue is very clunky yeah but still the issues that it talks about is interesting and very relevant and the way you do it is fun well there we go so there we I go Dave you, yeah. you'll make a YouTube personality uh, <laughs> reviewer streamer and the actors yeah. are really fucking good as well they play the really because movies. in well just beyond I, I said it before, I will never, ever, ever get over the scene where you infiltrate the, I think it's the Korean uh, sub base, and you take the clothes of a, you're an American man, you're shown in the cutscene to be quite a bit taller than the person whose clothes you're taking, and the face model for this American is an actual, literal fashion model. He's the most American-looking <laughs> man you've ever seen. And he's walking around a sub base, and people are saluting him, and you're like, I just... I just don't it. fuck it. Like so, at some point, someone must have gone. We've um, we've made a blunder here, but pff, fuck me if I know how I'm going to write myself out <laughs> of this one. You know, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I will check out. I do have a morbid curiosity with his games, and there a lot of them are fucking shy. But part of me, a tiny infinitesimal part, does like that he gets to create these games because it's not just another shooter. And yes, he fucks it up generally, but. There's, you know, in the same way, you're fascinated by filmmakers who aren't necessarily very good, but what they're poking at might be interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's more it, to be honest. There's not anything in this where you're going to be like, holy shit, this is a completely different way to play a game that I've mm. never encountered before. It's just the, the themes that it's exploring are really interesting because it is like, where is society going to go when there aren't enough? Because there are not, I mean, there's already not really, but there's definitely not going to be enough jobs for everyone. But our entire psychology is built on, if you don't have a job, you are worthless. Universal basic income, mate. Send the robots out to do the work in. Absolutely correct. And I'll take the I'll take the dough. Let's do some questions before we fucking ditch this joint. Now we've question. got a third left. Don't worry about it. Well, we've got a question about David Cage, don't we? Which do is we? probably a nice, oh, probably uh, probably a nice little segue. Where was where was that one? Oh, while we're, well, uh, while we're um, searching for this, I just got a message from uh, Sir John Young Esquire. Mm-hmm. 
who uh, is who did the resi making of directed that uh, for us, and we do we do cool work with him, music videos, etc. Uh, he sent a letter in via yeah. WhatsApp. Dear Jim Burns and Dave, uh-huh. just listening to episode 30 of your podcast and I have a complaint. Yeah. The most Tory sport is obviously F1. It is a sport where literally the people with the most money win. Come to think of it, football is the same. So that's Tory as fuck too. Thanks, John. He's John. got a point about Formula One. as He's got a point about football as well. But Formula One, that yeah. is very Tory. Because I mean, you already have to have infinite amount of money just to get into exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, John, while I agree with you, I'll never agree with you publicly. Delete that part. <laughs> on to um, on to the next, on to this one. I've found the question. So, uh, Rusty Steel Pipe asks. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, David Cage said that advances in lighting will be more important than resolution in the march towards realism in games. I don't know if he actually said that, but according to this gentleman, he did. What, in your opinion, is the most correct thing that has been said by someone who is habitually completely wrong? <laughs> before before we carry on, right? It's not that quote, but what one thing I do remember David Cage saying about uh, Ellie Noir. Remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was that dead in tech, the, right. He said it was. Uh, he said that that technology was an interesting dead end. And he was completely correct. Mm. But when he said it, everyone laid into him and said he was wrong. What was, and can you, was I, 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 I never played um, LA Noir. I know it the, was just, the pictures so, are in my head, the images of the, the poster and layout and stuff. But they is, had some, for the time, they had some extremely, extremely good facial tech. Mm. But the facial tech was divorced from the body. So you had animations like the, the climbing ladders animation or the running upstairs animation yeah. is terrible. Mm. And then you have the face it's in a way, imagine, you know, when Robocop takes his mask, a helmet off, whatever, mm. you have this completely realistic face with a robotic body. Yeah. That's what the animation uh, looked okay. like. And Especially so I guess he's the, talking in a technical sense. Because this the way is divorced they, from this. The way they captured it is yeah. what he's, is what he's the, saying. The tech itself was phenomenal. Well, all this stuff, it goes, was you've got to go down dead ends, aren't you? That's it was phenomenal, but it was like... It, you could see too many you could see all the joins like there was like well that's what we're saying yeah yeah. absolutely anytime there was a close up on a character you could see Mm -hmm. the fucking ring lighting rig in their eyes right because like they have to for it to work you had to have completely flat lighting on Mm. the subject and they couldn't move Right, because that oh, yeah, face, their heads are in these weird braces yeah, of sorts. They're, head, they? they're literally the actors are in these braces that stop any. So it, oh, the only movement they can do is with their faces. They have to look. Dead oh, what? Ahead. So the head is actually stuck as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's obviously going to. They stop couldn't move the when motion. they were doing the performance <laughs> capture. Yeah. So the, the 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 two sets of animation, the face and the body, are are separate and then brought together. Uh, okay. Which generally happens. I think that's going to be a dead end. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it was literally. You only, know stuff. That's I mean, going. literally only one game was made like. Mm that and uh yeah but did they not take the best parts of that and the failures of that and then stand on those shoulders do the next thing and no. then fail and then someone else do no that? no not not specifically no, no not specifically literally that tech but saying uh, okay well we've done that and you can learn the, the the things that have gone wrong there and when someone makes the next game yeah i think no, it's unfair you don't make stuff in a vacuum do you no but what but what seems to have basically happened is that as david cage said to the to traditional in quotes uh, motion capture that people were doing Mm -hmm. has just gotten better and better and finer and finer and that tech does seem to have been a dead end they're not doing that kind of facial capture because they're yeah well uh, when we went to to japan for the monster hunter 
world doc i was like the way they did the motion capture there yeah. was fucking cool that wasn't was it amazing and it's great seeing the real time getting it broadcast from mm. actors covering it to the yeah screen. that was so so cool one being the monster that was now wicked. listen don't make me agree with cage here but i will say that i think that the question is slightly unfair in that cage knows his technology mm-hmm. that's what he knows the storytelling is when it becomes a problem his technology generally the, the stuff that he gets out of the machines that he does it on it's mm. generally fantastic. Mm. However, it's when he tries to bolt the story into that. Now, who'll say that the tech comes after and is a tool, but some, but it's not. Yeah, the storytelling isn't perfect in Detroit. It's, as I say, it tries to cram mm. maybe a bit too much in, and it certainly has its flaws, but the, it's just the, the, the things that it explores, it explores in an interesting enough way to try. And also another, like, really interesting part of the game is actually watching what other people chose to do when they, whenever it completes a chapter it gives you the breakdown of percentages of, of okay. what everyone does and yeah see, it's actually, right. people I seem mean, to be better than you'd imagine yeah, them to be um, yeah I don't, maybe I will give it a go then because I did I did like Heavy Rain I thought Fahrenheit was interesting as well it's just Beyond was just uh, such a fucking disaster I just couldn't oh there's a graveyard scene with androids it's really fucking visceral horror it's amazing you like that it's not like visceral else. that's banding games mate visceral's banned how is it yeah but no Dave you've actually well, made quite a, a good word. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> almost definitely right let's do a couple of questions before we have to uh, hop out this joint mm. well going back to chatting about Paris catacombs and stuff mm-hmm. and cool locations the right honourable mayor of Pissland is this just you tweeting in from a different account no um, asks what's a location you're yet to see in a video game that you really want to explore hmm. is there anything that hasn't appeared in a video game yeah. yet mm. I have always, uh, quite selfishly, I've always wanted to see, because I've lived in a few places that have been depicted in video games now. Dundee. But, um, <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, funnily enough, like you don't really, you don't tend to see any kind of locations in Scotland that pop up in video games. I'd quite like to see something pop up and I'd, I'd like to see like an Assassin's Creed game that's set in Edinburgh. It'll never happen, but like. Hey, they, they based some, some of the last one in fucking Croydon, mate. Don't you worry, like, got one, podcasts. Two, sorry, not the last one, Syndicate, whatever. Podcasts on this where you're mourning about setting shit in the United Kingdom. Like racing games, if they made like a fucking racing game around the UK or London or they whatever did, cities. They did. Yeah, but that's completely accurate and massive. That'd be fucking cool to drive past your own house Didn't and they, tear it up. That was literally happening. No, they did like, they did like Westminster, didn't they? They didn't do like... They did some of Scotland as well. Fucking finger on a pulse here, Dave. No, I know you can drive past Westminster, but you can do that in fucking thousands of games. Yeah. I just don't like the idea of being in Britain digitally or, or physically. <laughs> um, I don't know. One thing that... The, actually, to answer the fucking question that we just had, in terms of uh, lighting, I think the cage is right. Pure resolution mm. with the assets underneath does nothing. You can you can prove that to us. Well, it doesn't do nothing, but it doesn't have necessarily a transformational change. You can do that by running old video games, like old PC games. They look loads better, mm-hmm. but it's the lighting. And so there's an upgraded version of Quake 2, I think, which has ray tracing and different lighting elements. And that completely changes the way the game feels. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I, that, yeah, well, I that's the thing right. I was, I was going to say, like, isn't he, isn't, doesn't that bear out with, you know, ray tracing now becoming a viable yeah. thing to do? In, in and physics training. is another one where yeah. the world it, it makes needs a to get denser difference. rather yeah. than just being bigger. But in yeah. terms of, I, I think that part of the, um, part of the answer to this question is not necessarily places, because we've seen a lot of places and environments depicted, but stories that take place within 
those places. Mm. Stories that aren't just white dudes running around with guns or without. Stuff that is storytelling from, you know, there was a game, I can't remember what it's called, fucking, I will tweet out about it. And it was set in, I think it was set in 60s San Francisco. And it was all psychedelic. It was one of the last games they got reviewed for Video Gamer, I think. And the game world changed through the eras mm -hmm. as you like saw certain clues. And it was very trippy. That's what it was going for. And so I think different eras and different stories from different groups would fundamentally change the environments we've already been to. That mm. just bears out, right? So mm. yesterday I saw um, Steve McQueen. Um, he was shooting for his new movie. And where he was shooting was uh, by uh, John, who uh, just uh, fired in there. And they were all dressed like 60s or 70s coppers. So, you know, the old uh, mm. dark blue, black kind of thing, the helmets, uh, the old blue police fans and all of that. So that was all out there. And that just changed the whole street. And so that's obviously just costume and makeup. But the storytelling, if it's not just, as I say, the usual suspects doing the usual suspects thing, I think it, you could fundamentally change any game world. And that'd mm. be really cool. London in the 50s. Mm. No, like very few people have got a car, say, or, you know. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that'd be really The West End, or sorry, the East End in 1950. Yeah. You know, everyone's I mean, on rations. I would just like to have video games just stop making fucking New York, you know? Because um, how many times have we been to New York? How many times have we been to... Well, what's the what's the know. wee Japanese one you're playing, Jim? <laughs> the, uh, judgment. Uh, judgment. Judgment. That judgment. was good. Yeah, that's a cracking one, yeah. And having been to that bit of Tokyo that it's based yeah. on as well, it's really like, it's really eerie when you play... Oh, here we go. It's, uh, Alan Wicker has logged on. You were fucking there with yeah, but I'm not fucking boasting about it. Am <laughs> I? Not, not boasting about it either. I'm just saying, like, when we were there, uh, Dave Jewett. Um, That's who I watched play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for several hours. Who, yeah, who, who lives here? Um, uh, he, uh, we, me, and him went to the the, the Don Quixote that's uh, on the corner, um, uh, like at the entrance to that. I can't. I can never remember what that that bit. I know of what you're Shinjuku on about, but, is. Yeah. but like we went to the shop that's in the game, and it's just like it's it's just it's pretty much as it is in mm. real life. Um, I mean, the top floor of it, you can actually- It kind of seems to be a bit more, I do, I agree with, I hate mm. agreeing with you, that like being it- Same, you have to do it. Being more denser. Yeah, like you. Like me, I was Yeah, reading well. good. Just tease you up for that <laughs> uh, Yeah, that, that is what I want to see as well. Yeah. I just want to see a small well, area. You have you played Yakuza? No, I haven't John, yet, no. You would love okay. it. Okay. You would, because you well, can I want to be able everyone. to go into every house and take yeah, yeah. shelf to shelf and kick fuck out of people. Well, I mean, I mean, look, mm. basically, Yakuza 0... Tears you up again, though. Is, the, yeah, 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 <laughs> is the best game I've ever played because one of the moves is you put someone's head in a door and you sm a car door and you smash the car door into their heads until money mm. comes out of them. Yeah. It's just, it's like I came up with it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah but you I should mean, definitely play it, Dave. Yakuza's uh, zero, zero. Just yeah. anyone. I, do, I have got Kiwami one of them as well. Too, but I haven't. Uh, Kiwami too. Um, the Yakuza series is brilliant because it's like, it's it's a modern game with modern sensibilities and a modern story and, and all that stuff. And, you know, it's got a really, uh, like a really um, realistic location to explore and everything. But it's also a very Mega Drive game because you do yes. a lot of just walking left to right and battering people. Oh, yeah. so, so, okay, this sounds you know, it really right. Those two worlds, you know. <laughs> the, um, the thing about those games, mm. about especially Yakuza Zero, what I love about it is that yes, there is a lot of battle and folk, 
but also the story. So it, the story is not as high, well, depending on the definition of high concept, but there's not an alien invasion. The Russians aren't coming. There's not this. They're actually arguing, and this is where everything spills out from. The different clans, I think, are arguing about a parcel of land, which is probably about the size of the front room we were in. So, you know, medium-sized. And no this one... Is, this is not on video, that's quite... A- yeah, yeah. It's it's a front room. You can imagine a front room, and if you can't, well... Um, and so they're, they're arguing, or they're trying to find out... They're trying to get the deed to this tiny scrap of land commercially, which will then allow them to completely take over the rest of it, because then it'll be theirs. Mm-hmm. But while there's a kind of no-man's land... And for storytelling in games, especially, well, I'd say on PS4 at least, that's really, really cool because it's not just about, right, we're going to war and it's a really big and the, the fate of humanity is at stake. That's everything would still, go, would still go on if this, you know, but to these people, it is of vital importance yeah. to their lives. Yeah, I think films also need to head that way. Like every plot seems to be now like, oh, if we don't do this thing, literally everyone dies. The whole yeah, universe I'm fine with that, actually. So you can make things about smaller scale. Yeah, problems. but it goes into bigger... And then when you, you start running... I won't go into... I wanted to discover this, but fuck me. Mm. You, then you play as another character, mm. and I'll let you discover this yourself. Okay. But his style is completely different. He runs uh, right. as a club. I'm going to give it a go. It's great. It is amazing. Amazingly I'm going to go play it's, it right it's now. It's extremely good. So, you know, obviously, Judgment is a, is a spin-off of that, where you play a detective mm-hmm. um, uh, slash ex-disgraced lawyer. Uh, have you played it at all? I haven't. Uh, so, yeah, it's if you like if you like Yakuza, it's it's really good and also has like a, like an investigation element to it, which just added... This is know, exactly what I like so to do. It's, it's like, um, it's, it's a, like, if you already like the Yakuza idea, it adds a whole load of like... What? Really other good detective, detective games. That's why I like. So yeah, it's a good. You should try the Jack the Rip. Uh, sorry, the Sherlock Holmes games, mate. Sherlock Holmes versus. Because I mean, like, oh, I they're love... very hit and miss. I tell you what, though, the Jack the Ripper one and every one since has been pretty good. Okay, yeah. Because so, yeah, a lot of games yeah. like puzzle ones are just so ludicrously easy now. Yeah. What was the one on on uh, PS4? You reviewed it, didn't you? Yeah, the, um, the... Sherlock Holmes and the fucking new shit that's on PS4 yeah, yeah. you'd like that Sherlock okay. Holmes and the, the reboot with a massively increased budget yeah um, <laughs> right I'm gonna go play all these games so thanks for listening if you need anything shot then get in touch with old special gun yeah yeah. and if you need anyone shot yeah then uh, get Listen, in touch with we, me we, we do uh, we do filming we do editing we do full campaigns just uh, just go on the website and hire yeah. us for stuff just yeah just cause we do BBC stuff and the big boys we act, what we really like as well is the smaller stuff we do loads of white label gameplay trailers for games that you have seen because I'm bought because of those trailers yeah so call me call me not me directly I won't answer yeah. I don't even answer to you know my own family anyway bye <laughs>